Yeah. Let's give it up for Liquid IV. Yeah. .com, baby. Promo code Nooners over there is going to get you 20% off your first order. Rage this weekend. Jobless on accident. I feel like it was an accidental rage this weekend. Yeah. And uh, I needed some Liquid IV to start off today. I start every day with a Liquid IV. Um, our kids are using Liquid IV. Yes. Um, they've got the new and improved sugar-free Liquid IVs as well. And Pear is back. Pear is back. That's my favorite. Pear was my favorite there. Um, big fan. But uh, hanging out, watching sports, hanging out with the friends and all that other stuff. You start boozing, you lose track of time, and then you're like, oh, shit. I need to rehydrate for the week. Got to pop in that liquid IV. Are you a daily girl? Because I don't see you every single morning all the time. Yeah, I'm a daily girl. So I do um, one of the sugar-free grapes Mm. or the sugar-free apple, which are my new faves, in 24 ounces. Okay. So it is supposed to be just in, they say, like, put a packet in 16, 8, 16 ounces. 16 ounces of water. that's going to hydrate you double um i put in the 24 ounce maybe onesie or twosie yeah and go through the day it's life changing i I call it hydration monday here on the show because it's uh it's one of those things where again you go hard over the weekends you got the kids you're not eating great uh you're boozing with some friends or whatever and then boom reset on mondays pop in the liquid iv and you're good to go um, but it's, uh, it's a little pouch. That's it. You're ripping open, popping into liquid 16 ounces or more and you're good to go. Super easy there. Three times the electrolytes, uh, no artificial sweeteners, eight vitamins and nutrients, non GMO and free from gluten, dairy, and soy weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with liquid IV. Grab your liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Ah, kids. Kids. Loved ones. Family members. I consider you my family. There's times when we're doing the old Ross Patterson revolution and a breaking news story comes out that you uh, you stop everything for, okay? You really take a moment, you ingest what just happened. And what just happened was Ray Liotta has died. 
He's age 67. He died in the Dominican Republic filming a movie. His fiance was there. So it wasn't something crazy like he OD'd on cocaine or anything like that. Although that's how I wanted Ray Liotta to die, right? I wanted him to go out on some huge coke bender and uh, man, I'm, I apologize. I'm going to have to uh, pop a Chantex here for Ray. Ah, if you're out there right now, pop a Chantex for Ray, okay? Hold it in the sky. Let's have a moment of uh, Chantex silence for Ray Liotta. And then obviously you're going to hear me chomping it for a few minutes. It's for you, Ray. Okay. Can we play that? Uh... There we go. Leona! <laughs> Sorry, it's my best Ray, Ray Leota laugh that I could give you with Chantex in my mouth. Son of a bitch, dude. We lost Leota. Now, whenever uh, a famous actor dies, kind of pop on over to the IMDb, see what they have in post-production. I know that sounds creepy, and I'm sorry. However, when you do a movie this importante, this special, you hope that it's his last movie out. We covered this a few weeks ago on the show, Bob. Do you know what that movie is that he's got in post-production? Well, he's got a couple, but I think wow. you're referencing Cocaine Bear. <laughs> yeah. Goddamn right a, I am. He's got a few irons in the fire right now that he was currently filming. Cocaine Bear, though, is top of the list. Um, and here's why. So that is... Post. So they're, post, they're done. Yeah. They're done with that movie. But he's got three others. They don't need him for that. Filming. So April 29th, 1992, he is filming. Uh, Dangerous Waters is, uh, is filming as well. That's the movie he died on in the DR. So I think, yeah, probably won't be in that one, right? Uh, the Substance, he was also filming. Ray's a busy guy. El Tanto. Has been completed. I don't know what El Tanto is. Let me uh, give it a little peek sees here. Oh, shit. Director Charlie Day? Written by Charlie Day? Come on, dude. That's a banger. Oh, dude, Alana's in this. Shit, Alana Ubach is in this. Son of a bitch. I'll hit up Alana. This, that's fucking crazy, man. There's a ton of stars in this one. Jesus Christ. Jimmy Simpson. Big fan of Jimmy Simpson. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. Ray Liotta. Ken Jeong. Edie Falco. Um, my God, man, there was a lot of fucking people in this. Half the cast of, of, uh, yeah, Glenn Howard and uh, everybody from What's Always Sunny in Philadelphia is in this movie. What's the name of this? El Tonto, huh? That means the Tonto in Spanish for any, uh, you Spanish speaking listeners. Um, doesn't say what it is. Adrian Brody's in it. Let's go. All right. We're going to have some, uh, some Ray Days coming out. It's going to be uh, Ray, Rays of Hope that are coming out for Leota. Um, <laughs> man, I know I said this at the top. I wish he would have died of cocaine. He was legendary for it, and uh, in Hollywood, that guy could fucking party. So natural causes. Let's face it, it's probably just a, a long life of being Ray Liotta. Man, this Chantex is kicking my ass. <laughs> oh man, it's a lot stronger than they 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 tell you. Ray didn't warn me about this. Oh, boy. Ray did not warn me about how strong and pungent Chantex was. 
My God, man. This burns a little bit. Bob, you ever uh, smoked? <clears throat> Shit. You ever smoked? Smoked what? Cigarettes? Yeah. Yeah, I smoked for a little while. Did you chan text it out? Uh, Ray inspired me yeah, just to quit smoking and live a healthier life. I remember one day I was looking, I was watching TV, I was in college, and I was like, you know what, dude, if the actor from Goodfellas is saying, like, I need to straighten the ship. It's true. I'm going to do it. It's true. Um, holy shit, man. That really, that really started to burn as it was going down. I mean, they, if they want you to quit smoking, I think they're just trying to tear out your esophagus. Did you swallow? No, I spit it out. Oh, okay. It's right there. I spit out the Chantex. That was a little intense. Fucking A, dude. I've also got a baby heart, though, as well. Um, I can't have a lot of spicy food. Just not, I'm not good at it. I wish I was. Like, if I was on that Hot One show on YouTube, I'd probably make it to round five, and I'd have to tap out of that. It's just too much for me. I mean, there's been restaurants where I had ghost peppers accidentally put in shit, and I was crying, and I had to order milk, and my wife made fun of me for a good three or four days after that. But, uh, man, uh, so before we get into the show today, this is going to turn into a, a mini tribute ep. For Ray Liotta, and we're uh, live on the old YouTube's. Why don't you tell me what your favorite Liotta movies are as well, and uh, and we'll shout them out today. I was not expecting that. Ray Liotta, huh? That's a fucking deep cut for me. I love Liotta. That sucks. Um, yeah. So if you're in the comments, and by the way, click off the Doctor Squatch shit. They're not fucking paying us. I don't know how uh, we're we're allowed to do that, um, but we are, I guess. So fuck you. Uh, all right, Liotta. Let's get to it, kids. Let's find out what your fave is. A lot of people will say Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Where are you guys at in that camp? Good, well, Goodfellas. Obviously, let's just remove Goodfellas, right? Because that's, that's one. Yes. I, th- there's no one who could disagree that Goodfellas is one of the greatest movies of all time. And Ray Liotta's performance in that fucking movie was off the charts. I don't think he won an Oscar, but I believe he was nominated. You know, Oscar. let's let's do some uh, some dark horses, some sneaky Leota hits. I was, you know, it's funny. I was just gonna say that. So sneaky Leota hits. For I got, me. I got a few. All right, Field of Dreams. Okay, well, I, that's not where I was going. Really? No. Okay. So, I, are you are you one of those guys who's anti Field of Dreams though? No. Okay. Good. I just don't think it's underrated. Dan like Holloway doesn't rated. doesn't think Field of Dreams is good. Um, but I was, he also hates I wouldn't, people I wouldn't put Field of Dreams in my stuff. top five baseball movies. You're fucking joking me. Go, Bob. Nope. You host a baseball show for us. Go. Top five baseball movies. Uh, in no order. I, look, I can't, I'm not going to put them in order. Top five baseball movies off my head. Yep. Uh, I like Major League better. I like Bolt Durham better. I like A League of Their Own better. Uh, fuck, I'm trying to think what else there is. Angels in the Outfield. Uh, I don't like Angels <laughs> Air in the Outfield. Bud. Oh, The Sandlot. I like Sandlot better. Um, hey, Arnold. No, 42 no, not 42. 42. They did not do good. a good job on uh, that. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um, so I'll, I'll, I put Sandlot in that mix, obviously. I got Field of Dreams in there. I got Bull Durham in there. Um, I've got The Rookie in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, our, uh, our generation loves Sandlot, though. So we'll, loves. We'll, I, 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 love, I love Sandlot, dude. So I'm, I'm all in for that. But Field of Dreams. I would put, actually, Come uh, on, man. Moneyball and then the... People don't know this oh, movie. Money, I fucking hate Moneyball. Pe- people it's okay. It's, Moneyball's fine. It's, it's just fine. It's, it's the movie people tell you they like to sound smarter than they are. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So you can 
take Moneyball and, and throw that down the street. There's another one I like a lot uh, that a lot of people probably haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an HBO movie, uh, 61. That's great. 61 is great. You're absolutely right. A super underrated movie. And I think it was because it was HBO. Yeah. Um, but Barry Pepper uh, was, the, was the lead of that, and he was fantastic. Um, if, this, if that movie would have aired now on streaming... People he probably would have worn all the awards. Yeah. yeah. It was way ahead of time. It was time. good. And even yeah, better, actually, good. was Tom Jane as Mickey Mantle. Oh, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. Thomas Jane is... Uh, so that movie I was telling you with Alana Eubach, yeah. she was in Hung with Thomas Jane, and I was like, what's his fucking story in real life? And uh, she said uh, he was just fucking cool, badass, but loved to drink. Didn't... Um, oh, I mean, he had been, to disappear for a little bit dis- after that show. This was while you were dead. But mm-hmm. we had Tim Montana in the studio. Okay. And he said he was on some show with Tom Jane. I don't remember what it was. And those two would just get drunk and wrestle in the mud or something. Correct. So he's one of those guys. He's that one buddy that you have that gets fucking rocked and then wants to to wrestle or fight or relieve old glories, uh, you know, on the on the wrestling mat. And it's like, man, no one has the energy for that. A lot of heavy breathing, grunting, and then somebody gets cut. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fucking fight that breaks out, and then you you hate that person forever. We had one of those guys back in the day, um, and I love him as a human being. He's great. Um, but on Drinking Bros in the early days, we had a guy named uh, Leroy Jenkins. Uh, I love Leo. He's fucking awesome, and he's an amazing human being. But he would get rocked and then try to fight people, and he tried to fight Rocco one night. And uh, that didn't end well for him didn't end well for him but there's no reason to take it out to the front yard when you're fucking partying and you're older like it's just no there's no winners in that situation but uh league of their own ah that is that, that's on the mm-hmm. cusp for me that is a top 10 not a top five for i me. think we are for sure straying away from the objective though and that's given tribute to ray Lee. Yeah, 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 we are but that, that's where i'm going with this field of dreams to me was a fucking, to this day, has been a a life changer for me where um, I watched it as a kid and I I love the film as a kid. I don't think I've never not cried watching Field of Dreams. And then to take it even further, being able to take my father, actually Bill Schofield uh, framed a picture. He was there and I took him um, in Iowa. He framed a picture of me and my dad that's behind me on set uh, there it is to the back right above that Elon Musk one. And that is me, my dad, and then uh, the guy who played the father to Kevin Costner. And we shared a catch on that field. Um, when Costner walked out for that Field of Dreams uh, game, there wasn't a dry eye in the house and it was all men. So like, there's just no way you can take Field of Dreams off that list. Uh, and then another one that rounds out, I would say, so Field of Dreams for me is onesie twosie with The Natural. See, I also don't like the natural. Boy, <laughs> I'm not in. I don't like either. They're My too God, sappy, too God. like sepia toned. Well, that was the era. It wasn't, you know, know, they didn't throw a filter on it. It was just the era of which it was shot. Mm-hmm. I think the natural mm-hmm. was in the '80s, early '80s, maybe. Yeah, they yeah. were both '80s movies. Yeah, not either. Yeah, fuck, fucking incredible. What do you think Michael Bay stole all of his fucking sunset shots for that? That lens flare bullshit. Go watch The Natural when Robert Redford at the end is throwing that baseball in the field with his kid. Um, And it is an actual field of like wheat or something like that. That's where Michael Bay got that that sun flare. The lens flare is a uh, J.J. Abrams special. 
Well, go back to the natural, my man. That was about 30 years before Abrams was even born, probably. And uh, man, that's a goddamn good baseball movie. Onesie, twosie, Field of Dreams. So Field of Dreams, Goodfellas, just those two movies alone with nothing else in your career, you've made it. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, you can always go back to those two movies, and there isn't a single person in America who hasn't seen one of those two movies. I was watching Blow last night. Yeah. How great is fucking blow? So Money let me ask isn't you, real, Georgie. I haven't, yeah, I haven't seen it since the theaters. Did it still hold up for you? Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's classic. Yes, I agree. I agree. So he's got blow on there. Um, All of our kings in that movie. Yeah, Johnny. <laughs> got Johnny and Ray. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what's his name? Uh, the dude, oh, the fat yeah, dude oh, yeah, from Remember yeah, the Titans. Yeah. yeah, and Pee Wee Herman. And that trial's going on today. Johnny's probably getting this news, and he's crushed right now. Maybe, yeah, like really. He might be. It's tough. If, they, if he takes a restroom break, you know he's popping out a rail for, for Leota did, today. Did Ray die so that Johnny could get some extra jury sympathy? Gotta think. You gotta. Ray gave his life. Ray gave his life so, so Johnny could fly free. We'll find out. Um, uh, Operation mean, Dumbo Drop was Leota. <laughs> I gotta say, didn't hate that movie as a kid. I didn't either. I hated it as an adult, though, um, and uh, did not do well. Can I mention two movies that I loved in college? Sure. Uh, Revolver. Yep. And Smoking Aces. Oh, shit. Smoking Aces is such a college Smoking film, Aces film student. Smoking Aces was yeah. fucking awesome, though. Like, it was great. It's great. Uh, Copland. Did you guys see Copland with Ray Liotta and uh, Sylvester Stallone? Did not. I heard it was great. It was. And that Stallone was uh, supposed to be nominated for it. I think he ended up winning a Golden Globe for that performance because Stallone was the lead in it. Uh, Ray Liotta was great in that fucking movie, and uh, and it was fun. Um, the other thing that I, I love about Ray Liotta as we get through some of his hits here was that um, he wasn't afraid to show up and be himself in different things. Like he was super aware that he was Ray Liotta and what the the he he he, he was aware that people hired him to be Ray Liotta. Yes, mm-hmm. and I love that I, eyes I, that are just my favorite actors. A lot of them are just kind of themselves who are great actors and then able to meld their personality into these roles. And I feel like that's Ray Liotta. Um, he was in the Rack Pack. Uh, was a TV movie where he played Frank Sinatra. That was fucking good, dude. I enjoyed that. Um, I could tell you what my most memorable outside of uh, Goodfellas Ray Liotta on-screen moment is. Okay. Uh, being fed his own brains in Hannibal. <laughs> but it's just like so like numbed up and like yeah basically like retarded because he's his brain is exposed yeah he's i thought like, you're gonna say wild hogs no 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 we'll get to wild hogs okay hannibal's first yeah he's just sitting there like <laughs> what, is, what what is this oh my god hi clarice yeah. like i remember watching that and just like probably like eighth grade or something and being and, like oh my god and being freaked the fuck out yeah yeah, yeah i was too um yeah, Blow came right after that. Narc. Narc was a fucking great movie, dude. Uh, John Q with uh, Denzel Washington. Okay. Okay, Ray. Okay. Um, that was fantastic. Uh, Revolver I loved. Um, yeah, but then it would pop up in like fucking ER where you're just like, oh, all right. You're just trying to get, there was a, there's a supporting actor category uh, for the Emmys. And this was the age when an actor would just kind of show up for one episode of something and then win the, just because they wanted to win an Emmy. And, uh, and it was great. Uh, I love shit like that. Because he was also in uh, Frasier as well. 
where he just popped up as you know, and you're like, yeah, it's fucking Ray Liotta. Let's go, dude. Smoking yeah. aces. Yeah, he had a nice little run in like 2012 as well. Uh, with yeah, ha- hang on, we're 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 we'll get there. We're we're, we're uh, wild was, hogs. We're I, in the wild hogs 2007 era right now. I, I don't like Wild Hogs, but I'm also not going to fault Ray Liotta for taking the money on this. This is when, like, right around here, they were still paying movie stars to do shit. So, like, this was probably, and I, ugh, this just sounds terrible. This was probably the biggest paycheck he ever got. Dead serious. Because they weren't paying actors like that in the early 90s and shit. Like, DiCaprio and... Tom Cruise were the ones that really changed the box office game as far as how much money you were making a movie. This Wild Hogs movie probably paid him more than um, Goodfellas, which is fucking awful. It sucks, but it's true. Uh, it's true. Um, what else did he do? Yeah, he would do a bunch of voiceover shit. SpongeBob SquarePants, mm-hmm. Family Guy. Uh, I believe he has a uh, uh, cameo in Hannah Montana. Yeah. He's in Just Shoot Me. Yeah. 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 He's on an ER, I believe, too. Now, Chasing 3000, I'm not going to give any respect to as a baseball movie. He was in that as well, but I'm not going to do it. You remember that one with Bernie Mac? Yeah. No, that's not, that's, that's that's not, not the same one. Oh, it's one not? That's uh, Mr. Mr. 3000. Oh, f- for, the, this forgive is, me. This is, a, I guess, I've never heard of this, but it's a movie about people go, driving across the country to see Clemente get his 3,000th hit. Oh, then I never saw it. I never, I, I'm off on that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm off. Uh, showed up and did the league. Like he would just do shit like that. But 2012, I'm telling you right here. Yeah. The 2012 era, kill, are you talking about killing them softly? Killing them softly and then Place Beyond the Pines. Place Beyond the Pines was fucking dope, dude. Um, the Iceman was pretty fucking good too. Did you see the Iceman? Never saw that. Yeah. That was pretty good too. That, that, all of these in 2012, like, dude, these were, these were good ones. Then you start to get into the, the career of like these weird, obscure ones. I said this on another show. Um, there was a period of time for about eight years in Hollywood where it just only mattered of what heads were on the DVD box. And if you had a famous head on there, um, and it had to be their head. I, and that's why I'm saying that, by the way. You could put the rest of their body on there, but their head had to be prominent to sell the DVD. You would get money from different countries, uh, which are called territories, and they would just do it based on that alone. So Ray Liotta would, was taking like million dollar paychecks. Uh, when I did the Bruce Willis episode, I described the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is what, what Ray was doing, where he was taking a million dollar paycheck. He'd show up and do these things for like a week and then bounce. He had a pretty prominent face. He did. Yeah. He did. Uh, Sin City, he was in. Um, well, the, the sequel. The sequel, which, you know. You're still not going to say no to that. Who else? We just, we talked about that too with Bruce Willis. Fucking A, man. Um, yeah, but then he did like Modern Family where he was Ray Liotta. And you were just like, all right, cool, man. Oh, he was, in, I forgot he was in this. Uh, this is a really great movie, Better Living Through Chemistry uh-huh. with uh, Sam Rockwell and Olivia Wilde. Oh, dude, it's a great movie. I forget what he does in that or what he, who he is in that, but it's just such a, it's a really good fucking watch. It is. Um, the Many Saints of Newark was the last one because I was trying to think uh, before the show started what the last movie I saw him in was, and it was this. Um, it's on HBO. It's the prequel to the Sopranos movie. Um, I didn't like some of the kids they cast in that movie. However, the older actors I fucking enjoyed. Ray Liotta was fucking awesome in this movie. Really goddamn good in this movie. And, uh, and so was Alessandro Nivola in this movie. It was this close to being great. 
Um, but uh, you had, you know, goof nuts as the child just kind of walking around. The whole fucking, the whole movie. And it's James Gandolfini's son. And like, I know he looks exactly like him and everything else, but uh, it, just terrible actor, terrible actor. And this movie didn't get the props it deserved because of some casting choices. Whatever. He was fucking good in it. God damn it. And then, uh, and then we're going to get into Cocaine Bear and, and El Tonto, and those are done. And those are two movies that I'm looking forward to, so let's party. Um, I would tell you to, to pop in a Chantax at home for Ray, but uh, that, that really burned the shit out of my whole mouth, body, and, and, and liver. And I can still taste that. I can still taste it. Um, so all right, peace, sir. If cocaine was legal to do live on air today, we would do it. In your honor, okay? And I'm glad it was natural causes and not like, you know, strangulation or uh, fentanyl. Like, I don't want to hear another fucking fentanyl overdose, something like that. Like, I don't want to get into that whole shit. Like, let's have it be just a proper heart attack from just hard living, you know? Uh, Hopefully, when the coroner comes in and he examines the room, maybe a little bit of Coke residue, uh, two packs of Marble Reds, because let's face it, Ray never really wanted to quit. I don't even know if he did. But Chantax paid him a lot of fucking money to at least pretend to do so. Hopefully, the night before he died, he was smoking fucking heaters, ripping rails, and just kind of easing into the night. Nothing crazy. His fiance or wife was with him. Nothing crazy. Just something polite to take the fucking edge off of being Ray Liotta. Because God knows it was probably a. A burden carrying the whole world on your shoulders for all these years, Ray. Okay? If you don't say Field of Dreams is in your top five, you're a fucking loser. I can't, I can't even hear that in my life. I can't. Not to, I'm not going to do it, Bob. I'm not going to do it today or ever. Not a top five baseball movie? That, that's insane to me. I mean, it is absolutely fucking insane, dude. Wait until your wife divorces you, okay? And then you got to play catch with that fucking kid one day. Then you'll really appreciate Field of Dreams, all right? I mean, I assume the stepdad will be doing that most of the time. So. Yeah. Now, if you want to kill some time before the next Ray Liotta movie comes out, can I recommend the horror film version of Winnie the Pooh? I did not believe that this was real, and I saw a picture last night. Bob, if you could put that on screen right now. Um, this made me laugh for a good 10 to 12 minutes last night. Uh, as you know, some of these projects that you see being remade over and over and over again, movie-wise, are just public domain. Uh, Winnie the Pooh is one of them that became public domain as of yesterday, I believe. So they were able to finally post images from this movie. Clearly, they had shot this in advance, getting ready. Go full screen with that, Bob. It deserves it. It's so fucking creepy and awesome that this deserves that. Look at this. Look at this. So this movie is called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, which is awesome. Now, the premise is even better. Um, Christopher Robbins, the kid with the baggy socks, goes to college, and Winnie and Tigger go on a violent killing spree. (laughs) I'm so pissed that I didn't come up with this, that 
it hurt inside. Like I laughed for 10 to 12 minutes and then I, I took a step back. I was like, ah, oh, shit, man, why didn't I do this? I've been tagged in it probably 50 or 60 times this morning. Just know that I'm as disappointed as you that I didn't come up with this. Um, we used to do that all the time where there was meetings in, in Hollywood where we would sit there with all the public domain projects and then figure out like how to put a spin on them and fuck shit up um, and, and be awesome with it. The only problem is a lot of these period pieces, you don't have the budget for it. Uh, a horror film requires no budget whatsoever. And yeah, pop that up with the, uh, the girl in the, is she in a hot tub or yeah. a pool? Dude, by the way, is that fucking, is that Piglet? It's Piglet. Holy shit. Yeah, it's Piglet, dude. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, apologize. It wasn't, did I say Tigger? Yeah, it, it was Piglet. piglet. I'm yeah. sorry, I apologize. It's, uh, it's Tigger that goes on the killing spree with him. And homegirl's just sitting there, huge tits, having a, a glass of shard, trying to relax. She doesn't know she's about to get violently murdered by, uh, by Piglet and Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> But you can bet your sweet ass, uh, I'll be first in line when this movie comes out. Man, let's go. This is what weed was created for right here. This moment right here. We have it right here. This moment was created for marijuans. Maybe light doses of, of mushrooms. I don't know what you're into, and I'm certainly not going to judge you what you put inside your body before you go see uh, Blood and Honey. Um, but I'm really looking forward to this. Speaking of movies, uh, my child is uh, graduating second grade today. There's no like graduation ceremony or anything like that. I'm not a horrible father. I would have been there for that if there was. Uh, and also, I don't really think we should celebrate just the individual grade. Let's go by a block. I think fifth grade, there's usually something for shit like that. Uh, middle school and then high school and college, obviously, but we're not going grade by grade with it. However, I said, look- You don't you, graduate a grade. You don't graduate. You pass a you grade. pass a grade, correct. Yeah. And so I, I asked my child, I said, look, uh, he's eight. And I go, what do you want to do tonight to celebrate? You know, because uh, they give the kids a half day. They're signing yearbooks today. All the fun shit. You know, when the yearbook came to the house to give to him, I was like, ah, oh, man, I miss this. God damn it. I used to write the most graphic things in people's yearbooks, like- <laughs> It is no surprise I became a best-selling author. It is that I used to really wear it out in a yearbook. And, uh, and hopefully he's doing the same today. But I said, what do you want? What do you want to do tonight? The world is your oyster. I'll take you to whatever restaurant you want or ball pit or whatever the, the thing is that you want to do. And, uh, and he looks up at me and he goes, Dad, I'm getting a little choked up. Getting a little choked up thinking about what he said to me. He goes, Dad. I want to see Top Gun. I want to see Top Gun 2 tonight. And I was like, what? You don't even know what the real Top Gun? He doesn't know that there's an original Top Gun. 35 years ago was the, was the original. Uh, now the sequel is back. He doesn't know that. He just saw the commercial with Tom Cruise fucking shit up, going through planes. And he goes, I, I want it. I want to see it. I want in. I want to. And I'm uh, great. Now, are you going to explain to your son that Tom Cruise's military career trajectory is is really just absolutely not? <laughs> nope. Tom keeps flying for the love of the game, and uh, you can you can write in all you want about what rank uh, Tom Cruise should be right now, but also you can you can go fuck yourself on that because I I want to believe. Okay, I believe in things. I want to believe in, in people, too, all right? God damn it. Tom wants to fly. That's why he's doing it. He wants to fly. 
therefore, um, something inside of me told me, hey, Ross, you might want to get those tickets tonight because I, I think it probably will be packed. Every single showing was, was showed out, uh, sold out. I got the last two tickets um, for, for Top Gun tonight and uh, at a decent time where, when you know, he'll still be awake and enjoy it. And I'm going to see Top Gun 2 tonight. I'm going to be honest. It's in IMAX. Super fucking excited about it. Can't wait. The reviews. So I guess it came out maybe in LA last night. Um, I've been gunning through the reviews on Twitter from just normal humans, not like uh, film critics or anything like that. Normal humans are going bug fuck for this movie. It is sold out already uh, on Thursday night in Austin. So uh, God only knows what that's going to make this weekend. I'm super fucking amped about it. And, uh, and shout out to Miles Teller, um, who is in that, who, uh, dude, has waited fucking 10 years to become a star. And uh, I think it's going to happen over the weekend. So I'm amped about it. I'm amped about it. Can't wait to go. Psyched that my child wanted to do it. You know? Way to go. Can't force kids into shit like that. But when he said Top Gun, I was like, yes, no. let's go. It's true. When my kid comes up to me one day and is like, Daddy. Yeah. Can we go see Wicked Part 2 yep. in theaters? Yep. That's, That's going to hit home. It's going to hit home. It's, it's getting me just now. I can already see you in the bathroom at your house, your new house, applying green makeup to your face and your child's face. Yes. I'm going to look him dead in the eye and tell him, we can defy gravity. We I will do- not defy you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's two parts, Bob, so you're going to be able to go. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is twice. a years-long Thing oh, yeah. we're gonna get to enjoy and then he's gonna be like can we watch field of dreams i'm like absolutely not yeah no um, not in this house you're a terrible father we put on wicked terrible father speaking of terrible fathers uh josh duggar got sentenced yesterday to 12 years in jail for child pornography if you can pull up a picture of josh duggar um this was something that we talked about maybe a year ago as this was, was was going down and i can honestly tell you uh He's always looked like a child molester, so I'm not real shocked about this. Uh, yeah, at no point would you see this man and think, uh, like, he, he, it's nope. totally unsurprising. No, no. Look at that. There he is. Was he smiling in that? Is that a real headshot? Yeah, that's his mugshot, I guess. Wow. Look at that. They even let him wet down his hair and all that shit. He probably had time. Uh, so in addition to jail time, he's got to pay 50K in fines, 20 years supervised release. That's not going to be fun. And he must register as a sex offender. Thank God. Um, hopefully he made the money that he could and gave it to the rest of his 90 kids. He's the one that had like 900 kids on that show, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought he was part of a broader family that had like a ton of kids. And then he was like, I'm going to do like mom and pa did and toss a million kids in my birth cow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what his whole fucking sitch is, but uh, as soon as this dropped, I was like, man, this guy's getting a Fogel sentence. Um, Jared Fogel's still in, by the way. Is he ever getting out? No, I think Kinda it was not. 15 years he got, if memory serves me correct. Uh, I know a lot of you guys are big Subway fans out there. He was the spokesman for Subway. I mean, we have the greatest Subway on earth. Right next, N- to us. next door it's to our worst. office. It's the goddamn worst. Um, every time I go over there, I can't make eye contact because if I make eye contact, then I look at their teeth. Now, their teeth are halfway rotted out because most of them are addicted to meth over there. I love it so much. We don't have much time left here in this building, by the way. I'm going to miss them. I know. Why? I know. I, uh, here? You're kidding, right? 
Subway? Subway. I'm going to miss them. I love Subway, just not that Subway. Why do you love Subway? <laughs> oh, I'll defend Subway all I'm day the, long. I'm the inverse. I don't love Subway, but I love that Subway. No, sub, <laughs> there's nothing like going to a sandwich shop that smells like a foot. Like, Man, Subway is, uh, has gotten the job done for many years. I'm not going to pull my pants down and shit on Subway. Do I go to other submarine sandwich places now? Yes, I do. Okay, my tastes have changed. But in a pinch, Get I'll still butt fuck a six inch tuna from there. Yeah. For sure. Oh, dude. tuna? Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ, dude. Yep. Oh, no- oh, you want to hear? I'll get sicker with it. Dude. I get black olives on it. The only reason That's to go fun. to a subway is yeah. if you're on a road trip, and the only other option is McDonald's, and you've already had McDonald's twice today. Correct. And that's when it happens. Or it's a weird beach food. Like Subway is a weird beach food where you're like, all right, man, I'm sunburned, uh, still drinking some hard-ass seltzers. Uh, I need something. I need some form of bread in my system. What is quick and easy that I don't have to fuck around with? Yeah, pub sub. Subway. I would, if I saw someone eating a Subway sub on the beach, I would call the police and be like, there's a homeless guy there's on the beach. There's a rapist out here, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, pub subs, by the way, love. Huge, huge fan. So my, my place in uh, North Carolina, there is a Publix uh, near there. However, everybody else loves pub subs. So if you go in, the line for pub subs is always fucking retarded. It never takes that long. It does, dude. In a beach town? Come on. It everybody. It never takes that long. Everybody's in there trying to get a fucking Sammy. And then you just. And they take their time with it, which I enjoy as a consumer. But when I'm in a line, it's like it's like the bartender who's making old fashions where he's lighting the orange peel. Where I'm like, I don't need the fucking show or the song and dance. I don't need that. The only place I need a show is at Benihana's. Because I'm paying for that. Mm. When I roll into Benny Haha's, like, yeah, mouth is open. Uh, uh, I want the shrimp. Uh, need that Kano? Yeah, dude. I need that onion volcano. Uh, I need that, uh, that fucking one shrimp that flip up into my mouth. I need that. Um, and, and I expect to show when I'm there. And I clap, by the way. I'm a clapper there. I don't clap at the end of movies in theaters. But at the end of, of their performance, I'm always... Matter of fact, hit the button today, dude. Ray Liotta died. I'm eating Chantex. Why are we going to clap for Ray Liotta We're dying? not. We're clapping like we're at a Benihana's right now, okay? Because that's probably where I'm going to go tonight before this. Go ahead. Jack. Is there one around here? Uh, it, I will say, Austin is not a great hibachi down. It's not. You know what? If Wilmington, there was a fuck ton. Nick, look up if there's a Benihaha's uh, somewhere in Austin. I, there's got to be. And throw up that applause for the, the, all the chefs out there around the world in Benihana's. There it is. Do your own fucking backyard hibachi. Yeah. Like I did. So that's a dream, and that's what we're trying to do. Uh, talked to Jesse about it the other day, uh, getting ready to uh, hopefully move into the new house here shortly. She wants a grill out there. Now, she refuses to call it a hibachi grill. She wants to prefer to it as like a, a, a fucking refer to it i'm sorry she wants to refer to it as a uh a waffle house grill where you can just kind of make grilled cheeses flat and iron. Sandwich. yeah yeah i don't do that it's a fucking benny haha's grill right like, and a and a waffle house grill is just a trailer park hibachi i agree kids we got some sponsors that put this show on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros get yourself a new mattress for the summer it is a cooling mattress Along with cooling pillows. Why? Because the IT guy over at GhostBed fell asleep. Take advantage of the deal that he accidentally left off. You get a mattress 
And then you get two free pillows with it at checkout. Look at that. Let's fucking go. Those mattress and cooling pillows are uh, about 15 degrees cooler uh, than the rest of your house. Delightful. Just delightful. You know what else is delightful? The adjustable base bundle package. You get the adjustable base and the mattress together. And that's going to be a big boy savings of 40% off. The adjustable base has got USB ports, flashlights, everything you thought you, you wanted in this world is actually on the adjustable base. It's incredible. Now, if you just want 30% off everything in the entire store uh, at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, you just type in the promo code drinking bros at checkout. You can fill up the whole cart. You can get sheets, uh, pillows, uh, the cover, you can get the weighted blanket, you can get just the mattress or just the adjustable base if you want. They don't care. Fill up the cart and you get 30% off at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros, where for all of 2022, they get a 60-month pay-as-you-go program. No interest there at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. So get on it. Now's the time. You've earned it. Get yourself a new mattress. Next up, we got Monk Pack. Damn it, you know my love of Monk Pack. All right? These are the best in the biz. Monk Pack, M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com. You're going to enter the promo code Nooners at checkouts to get 20% off your first purchase there uh, of any Monk Pack product. Get the variety pack. Best in the biz, dude. Uh, they've got keto bars. Uh, they've also got... Uh, uh, some nut and seed bars. Man, I run through all of them, to be honest with you. The nut and seed bars are so addictive. You end up eating like two or three in a sitting. That sea salt caramel really fucking gets me. God damn it, I love Monk Pack. Uh, this is way better than any other granola uh, company or seed company you've ever had. Uh, these contain one gram of sugar or less, two to three grams of net carbs, uh, and each bar contains 150 calories or less. There is no better snack on the market right now than Monk Pack. I can promise you that. Love these guys. Huge fan. Uh, go to monkpack.com and, uh, and try out all the flavors. I, that variety pack's going to get you, dude. Uh, my other one, what am I thinking of? The, the dark chocolate cocoa and the peanut butter cocoa chip are amazing as well. Great for like a quick breakfast if you're on the go or at lunch or something like that. Uh, get 20% off your first purchase of any Monk Pack product by visiting monkpack.com, entering the code Nooners at checkout. To get started, just go to monkpack.com. That is M U N K P A C K.com and select any product, then enter the code Nooners at checkout to save 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack is so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll exchange the product or refund your money, whichever you prefer. That happiness guarantee is real, by the way. You're not going to need it. You're going to be so goddamn happy with these things. You're like, well, there's no need for that. I'm glad they offered it, but whatever. I'm not, I'm not sending these back. Those will be gone in like two days at your house, I promise you. Go to monkpack.com. Promo code Nooners there. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. The OG flavors are still in the store. Uh, they'll be lucky to make it through June at this point. It's just a guess. I'm calling it now. The new flavors are coming. Get the OG flavors now. Peach, Blue Raz, Lemon Lime, and the old Strawberry Shortcake, 8% seltzer. We're making seltzer hard again, goddammit. We only sell these by the case, uh, and that's because we want you to party. 
If we sold you singles, what's that going to do? Nothing. You're going to be a loser at your fucking party, dude. You're going to be a loser out on your boat over the summer. We're giving you 24 cans delivered to your doorstep. We ship to 42 states. Go to hardafseltzer.com and make seltzer hard again. God damn it. So we're getting the Benny Haha's one where it's just. But uh, I mean, hire two, a, hire Asian gentlemen to come do it. Like the backyard oh, yeah, hibachi yeah, party. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Do that. I, I've always wanted to be rich enough to hire Asian people to do shit. Because I enjoy, I love, I, man, I love their work ethic. I really do. I love people who live up to the stereotype. Um, there is nothing like an Asian person's work ethic. And I, dude, I would have them for multiple positions if we could in my life. Uh, but they're, they get top dollar for shit. Like they're usually doctors and shit like that, man. Um, even the Benny Haha chefs, those are, that's probably a hundred K a year gig, you know, with tips and whatnot. I don't know if you, if you guys have been there in a while, but like the average meal cost for two with drinks and you got to get drinks at Benny Haas. You got to get their specials. You got to get, you got to leave there with at least eight umbrellas or what the fuck are you doing in life? Um, I've never left there with a bill under 150 for two people. Now for a family of four, go ahead and jack that up to two hundo. Um, but I get that Rocky special. This is how well I know Benny Hannes, by the way. I get that Rocky special. That's the steak and the chicken and the shrimp. You can go ahead and give me the, uh, the fried rice on that. Throw the white rice out the window. Um, Actually, I mean, if you're going to treat yourself, you might as well treat yourself right. Yes, 100%. Yeah. I, found, I found the Benny Hannes chef's salary, the average. Oh, yeah. What is it? It is $38,500 a year. <laughs> $38,500 a year? Yeah. <laughs> My God, dude. Think- what, what's wrong with this country where Benihana chefs, the finest chefs on the planet, are getting 38K a year? We think teachers are underpaid. Yeah. <sighs> Fuck this shit, dude. Man, I, I am Benihana real goddamn sh- close to running, and I'm going to run on this. Benihana's, jack that up to a hundo. Unlike- teachers, cops, firemen, jack it up to a hundred. Mm. Politicians, 10 grand. And you, and you show up when you're supposed to. All right, you have a meeting once a week, you get 10K and treat it. Treat, you know what you should treat politicians like? Like it's fucking Monday night at a fraternity house. And unlike teachers, you should absolutely. Benny Hanna chefs are yeah. armed. I was, I was going to say, and, <laughs> and unlike teachers, already weapons trained. Yeah. Like they're, they, they're deadly with that knife. You nope. try to shoot up a Benny Hanna, you're getting a knife to the head. You're getting a fucking throat slit, son. You don't do that. What they do is they, they cut out your, your throat yeah. and then they like. Flip it, flip it, and then just flip it into your mouth. No, what they do is they'll, they'll pour out a cup of white rice, mm-hmm. slit your throat so you can see that blood on the, on the white right there, <laughs> on the white rice, and then boom, put, chop that up into a whole fucking thing. A whole table would eat it. I'd eat it. Slit a throat, a little blood on that rice, dude. Cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. And I can hear it. If you close your eyes, uh, wherever you are right now, if you're listening to the audio show, uh, if you're w- watching video, nothing I can do for you. If, if you're out there and you're listening to the audio show right now, pull over, first of all, because chances are you're in your car, all right? Secondly, I want you to cup your ear. Is your ear cupped? Great. Your eyes are closed? Awesome. Now, if you, if you just take one deep breath, not only can you smell what a Benihana's is like as soon as you step into that door, but guess goddamn what? You can hear it. You can hear the fucking 
ching, ching, ching. The fucking, oh, the back and forth with it. Sometimes they're not even touching the food. It's just to hear the ching, ching, and it's a fucking dance. It's a goddamn dance with those things. Ching with that fucking metal spatula, dude. Oh, fuck me. Can you just tap and just tap in the table, dude? And then the salt shakers come out and you can hear it. You know that fucking noise too. Don't you goddamn dare say you don't. You know that fucking noise when those salt shakers and the sesame seed shakers hit the table and it makes this little fucking rock sound. You're like, oh, God damn it, I'm in. I am fucking in. Legend has it. That's where they ripped the fucking Home Depot song from, you know? You know that one too, God damn it. And they try to make it sound like, oh, yeah, they're, they're doing construction. Bullshit. We've all had construction done next to our house. Sounds nothing sexy like the Home Depot song. Sounds like a very talented chef at a Benny Hannes just, just shaking that salt, dude. Shaking that, that salt and pepper, a little sesame seed, ching, ching, around the back. Oh, shit. What's that? That's a full fucking egg, dude. I just gave you on a spatula around my head, and now I'm going to chop that up, throw it over the rice, and then serve to you and your whole goddamn family. You're welcome. You want to thank me? You can by making it mandatory in every state legislation that Benihana chefs get 100 fucking K a year. Because that, my friends, is real showmanship and fucking magic. 38K a year. Fuck off with that bullshit. God damn it, man. Why is it the worst jobs that are the highest paying? You know? Like those fucking dudes at the end of the Warriors bench who do nothing but like fiend heart attacks and fucking fevers every time Steph Curry makes a three. Steph Curry's made a thousand threes in his life. He doesn't need that fucking bullshit. And that guy probably makes, what, eight million a year? Twelfth man? Twelfth man. What does the twelfth man make in the NBA, you think? Probably league minimum. Which is what, seven, eight hundred K? Uh yes, probably closer to minimum. They're on ten day contracts usually. Eh, not uh, for the playoffs. Those yeah, guys. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh minimum salary is just over a million dollars. Fuck <laughs> you. Is it really? Yeah. Those three guys at the end of the bench who fake a heart attack. Oh, over well, a Steph Curry three are getting a million. It's a much Benny smaller. Benny chefs are getting 38K. Or, so it's gonna, a much smaller roster yeah, in the NBA. It's going to go over a million for the 23-24 season. This year, it's 925K. Cool. Let's put one of them behind the grill and see if they can make your family as happy as one of those chefs at Benny Hanna. Not a fucking prayer is the answer to that question. Son of a bitch, man. I didn't think I was going to get this fired up today. Leota's dead. Benihana chefs are making 38K a year. Where are we as a fucking nation? Damn it, man. Damn it. The other thing is Leota dying in the DR like that. That sucks to me. I was hoping it would be Florida. A guy like that needs to die in Florida. You know? Flamengo fucking shirt on. We could pass his body through the streets. Can't get that in the DR. That's going to be a weird... You got to check the body through customs and all that shit. I mean, I'm sure it's Ray, so they're going to send a jet. But, man, God damn it. What a day. What a day. Uh, but when one star dies, another one emerges because it's Hollywood. And that's... that's well, that's what we do. That's what we do. The reviews are in for this uh, Elvis movie. Uh, it just premiered in Cannes last week. 18-minute standing ovation for uh, the lead actor whose name is Austin Butler. Now, we did a story at the, the Met Gala 
what was that? That Met show? What was that? Three weeks ago, Bob, on here? We did that? Uh, he was there, and he popped out. And I was watching this with Jesse on the couch. And I looked, and I go, I wonder if anybody will know who this kid is uh, now that he's on the red carpet or on E. Dude, girls were fucking screaming, throwing bras, panties at this guy. Like, I get it. Even I clutched my pearls. I was like, oh, my. Oh, he's a really good-looking man. My God. So pop him up. This is Young Elvis. This movie comes out uh, over the summer with Boz Lerman. It's a musical, Bob. And yes, I will be seeing it because I love Elvis. And, uh, and the, the kid looks really goddamn good in this trailer. Um, so that's him as Elvis. Show him in real life. Um, because I was trying to think why I know this guy and what he's from. Because usually, there he is right there. Great picture. Jesus Christ, Bob. Give yourself a raise today. That's the one. That's the one. When, you don't, when I don't have to say anything and you just pop it up like that, like that's the one. Look at that fucking kid. Uh, he's 30 years old. That's all, he's a generational dude. And when, and when I say generational, I'm not talking talent. I'm talking uh, in the bedroom. Your grandmother would fuck him, your wife, probably your daughter, and then all of your aunts. Like That's a given, obviously. But uh, look at this fucking good-looking dude. Now he's Elvis. He's going to be one of the biggest movies of the summer. He's going to be a fucking superstar. And I thought to myself again, um, they don't really pick people out of nowhere anymore to do shit. Like he's got to be from something. And you know what it is? I, I went, I did a deep dive last night. Okay. I've is. watched him in something before that I didn't realize. Yeah, God. What's yours? Mine's embarrassing. Mine is a, a show my wife made me watch. It ended up being like what? It was whatever, but she, she kind of liked it. Uh, the Shannara Chronicles on MTV. I don't know that. It's based actually. on like a YA. It's like YA dystopian bullshit. Okay. One of those types. It's it's based on one of those types of books, but it was on it was a show on MTV. Gotcha. Yeah. So I, I looked up some of his past credits and um, go to uh, uh, Bob. There's, there's a title here in the news. D-N-Y. UZ. Just type that in and then type in Austin Butler. I want you to bring up this article. Um, this was one of the ones I was reading last night, but uh, I didn't really recognize any of the, and the shit he was in until this article said, hey, he's best known for dating Vanessa Hutchins for nine years. He dated Baby V, dude. I think we've even talked about him on the show. I was like, who is lucky enough to get to fuck Baby V and go on, go on all these sweet vacations? Yeah, pop him up there. This is crazy, man. So he's been around it. He's been around the fame and all that other shit. Now, granted, she was winding down her fame on this. And, uh, and it was by choice, to be honest with you. Uh, I think you know she was caught up in the Disney mix for years and just wanted out and, and to have a, a relatively normal life and just get high and do drugs and, and a bunch of hippie bullshit. Very Drew Barrymore-ish, uh, this one. Couldn't be hotter if, if you saw the nude le- leaks of... Uh, uh, of baby v but this was the dude i and i'm positive we brought him up on the show before i was like who's this guy who just gets a fucker now they broke up when he got this movie which well let's face it, it was probably the right thing to do <laughs> the ass this guy's gonna pull is fucking incredible uh now bob pull up this article from the news D-N-Y-U-Z. I just want to bring up the title of this um, because when people are on the cusp of like superstardom, there it is. Yep. Just pop that up on screen right there. That whole thing. So when people are on the cusp of superstardom and you do articles and shit like that, you do the interview, but you cannot control 
what photos they're going to use, or the titles they're going to use. Now, the title of this one says, Who is Austin Butler, and what does he want? What does he want? And, yeah, it's kind of clickbaity. Like, I, I definitely clicked it and read it. Nothing in this article tells you what he wants, nor was he asking for anything in this article. But when you read shit like this, you know they're going to be huge when you have to fucking make bullshit up. Like, oh, who is Austin Butler? What does he want? What does he want from us? Seems like he wants something from us. He needs a. He doesn't need you. Okay? Needs you to go see the movie so he can keep doing cool shit. Uh, but I read the article about this guy, and I'm, I, it's kind of fascinating. Again, when somebody kind of comes out of nowhere and they're headed for this type of superstardom, um, and this article brings it up, uh, and they're not kind in here whatsoever. They actually talk about Miles Teller, and they say, you know, they've been trying to make Miles Teller happen for the last 10 years, which is bullshit. Miles has done really great work for 10 years. Probably should have won an Oscar, maybe two. Like, that's not his fault that people didn't go and see these fucking movies. Uh, now, they bring up Army Hammer in this article. I, I wouldn't compare. Ar I don't think Army Hammer is that great of an actor. This kid looks like he's pretty goddamn good, just based on the trailer for, uh, for Elvis. And I've got higher hopes for this. The only thing that's crazy about this kid and what's about to happen, and I say kid because he's 30, uh, which in Hollywood, yeah, you're good enough. He can, he can fake a few ages there. Uh, five years one way, five years the other. Uh, just like daddy did, wink. Uh, but with that, um, he's, been, uh, he's been getting help from some famous people. So he did a play, uh, the, the revital of uh, uh, Iceman Cometh with Denzel Washington. So Denzel Washington actually called Boz Lerman, the director of this, and said, hey, I heard you're going to meet with him and, and have an audition with him on Monday. I'm telling you, this kid is the fucking truth, and there's, there's never been a harder worker uh, that I've worked with in theater. And that's pretty high praise coming from Denzel Washington. Um, and they're, they're trying to gauge what level of superstardom this guy will have because he is so good looking, and he will probably be nominated for uh, Best Actor at the end of the year. And Boz Lerman in this article said, the only person I've been able to compare this to, because he was at the Met Gala thing, was uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in the 90s. And if you're headed on that trajectory, holy shit, buckle up, man. Uh, he's a shy kid, and I hope the best doesn't... Or I, hope he, I hope it doesn't get the best of him, all these fucking people wanting shit. Uh, but the one thing that that's, uh, I can say, if you're this shy, your, your reps should be putting you into every movie possible so you don't really have to to talk to, uh, to Gen Pop that much or the media, and, uh, and they are. Um, I love that movie, Dune. I know you guys are a fan as well. He's one of the leads in the new Dune sequel, and they're shooting that now. So he should be fine. He should be fine. But the fact that Leo is calling you and Denzel, and, and they're on your speed dial, whew, that's some big boy shit right there. Uh, now, there is some, some negative news from this movie, and uh, it's Tom Hanks's accent as Colonel Parker. Um, the people that did see this movie at Cannes last week um, said the same thing. They were like, what fucking movie was he in? What voice was he trying to do? And why did he land on that one? And apparently Tom Hanks, and pull him up, Bob, if you can, is wearing a fat suit in the movie and a fake prosthetic nose. And everybody there, myself included, like I, I know the story of Elvis and, and Colonel Tom Parker and all that other shit. Like 
there's just no reason for it really. Um, and yet here we are. And they said that, that his accent and his appearance in a lot of these scenes is super fucking distracting. And they hope that doesn't take away from how great this movie is and how great this kid is because of whatever Tom Hanks's bullshit is in this movie. But, uh, it's giving me lady killer vibes and I'm not, I'm not that stoked about this. Uh, but he's in it, and they said that's the only negative thing about it. Other than that, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Bob, the budget came in, marketing, and uh, uh, just making the movie at $150 million. So they're going to need this to be a big boy hit around the world. Now, one of the questions at the end of the article was, is the, is the person too stale, meaning Elvis? Um, because he died in 1977. Do people still remember? Will people go out to the theaters for Elvis? I think yes. I wanted to get your thoughts on it because Elvis to me has just always lived and lived and lived. And wherever I've gone, uh, there is, you know, some reference to Elvis or a song or somebody's got a fucking photo up or some trinket of Elvis. Like, uh, I think you're fine on that. People haven't forgotten Elvis, right? Yeah. Well, I think a better way to put it too is just that, like, I don't think most people my age really gave a crap about Johnny Cash. What? And every yes. and everyone yeah. loved Walk the Line. Uh-huh. People liked Johnny Cash after Johnny Walk Cash the Line. more than Elvis. Like everyone knew Johnny Cash way more than Elvis. No, no I had a fucking I had, chance. I had like no that's, for my, no, that's my gen- I'm not saying for your generation our generation. Sure. Well, I mean, you're old too. No, so. we're the same. We're the same generation, I think. Um a couple knew summers who, younger people maybe. Knew who, yeah, people but. knew who Johnny Cash was before Walk the Line came out like from my rough age group. And that came out when I was in college. Right. But people didn't really, except for like big music heads, I guess, really care about Johnny Cash. I didn't give a fuck about Johnny Cash. He certainly wasn't as famous as Elvis to me. I owned an Elvis album. I didn't own any Johnny. I'm Cash. trying to think of like, can I name an Elvis song off the top of my head? And it's ain't nothing but a hound dog. Is that one? Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's it for you. Yeah, I think so. A little more conversation. Little, uh, Come on, man. Like I know, I know Elvis. Like if I heard it, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah that's Elvis. Uh, but love pe- me tender. Can't help falling in love. Jailhouse Rock. Blue, Blue Christmas. <sighs> Hound Dog. Suspicious Minds. But people, Johnny Cash. Like that's not what drew people to walk the line. Correct. Necessarily. Correct. It so was just a, people heard it was an incredible movie. No, I'm with you. Like, and I, I grew up in the South. Love country music. Still love country music. Um, I have a hot I, take for you. I, I hang on. Love going to country concerts and all that shit. I knew Johnny Cash and I liked Johnny Cash, um, but I forgot about Johnny Cash. And the one there was one song that he did, uh, "Hurt." Remember "Hurt" when he did the the remake of that song? Mm-hmm. I hurt myself today. today when he was like 105. Yeah, right. That was a, an amazing song, and that kind of brought him back. And then the movie itself really brought him back. Bob, I'm with you on this. I think people always knew Johnny Cash's music, but this movie made him a legend forever, I think. Yeah. Uh, here's my hot take. Go ahead. Joaquin Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Better Johnny Cash than Johnny Cash. <laughs> he was good. You know what's fucked up is he didn't win Best Actor that year. It was uh, Reese Witherspoon. She won for that. She was good, but she wasn't as... I mean, Joaquin Phoenix was fucking incredible on that. Uh, She was good, but uh, she ended up winning the Oscar. He lost. And then, you know, his only win is for the Joker. Which sucked. 
I like the Joker. I'm not going to shit on the Joker. I it, thought he was, was good. It was good. It was just it was like, good. that's not a guy that's going to be like a charismatic villain. I can't. It would have been a great movie if it wasn't literally about the fucking Joker. Because all I could do was watch that movie and be like, Batman's going to fuck this guy up. Sure. Yeah. This sure. weird meth addict. Yeah. No, no one's going to actually follow him. Right. Like He's not going to have any goons. Yeah. No one's following this guy. Batman's yeah. gonna break him in half. Uh, but I still, I like the origin of it and the way it was shot, and I, I enjoyed all of it. I'm not gonna shit on the Joker today. You guys, man, Field of Dreams and the Joker. Where are we at, dude? Where the fuck? I enjoyed the at? Joker. I just don't think it's like a good origin story for the Joker. I don't yeah. give a. F- I don't like. I I, most of us are non-comic book people. Like I've never. I've read two comics in my my life. I think two. I don't know any of the origins or any of that fucking bullshit. I'm not gonna pretend to either. Like a lot of the. Ca- you talk about UFC casuals all the time. Like there is so many fucking comic book casuals where it's like, Oh, this isn't close to the original motherfucker. You never had the original. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, I'm so nerdy. I like star Wars and Marvel. It's like, that's just pop culture. That's pop culture. Yeah. That's not like you dug up your old grandfather's comic books and we're going through Ooh, this fucking origin story. It was amazing. It was a hard piece of bubble gum in the back of my baseball cards that I still che- No, dude, you, you're not doing any of that. You're watching it just like the rest of us. And for me, I watched The Joker and I fucking love The Joker. I thought it was great. Um, there's only been one Joker that I didn't like. And that was Jared Leto. It was a fucking weird one, dude. Uh, and I think it was because all of this bullshit came out beforehand, too. Where I was just like, oh, Christ, man. I didn't need to hear all that. I already went in with a bad taste in my mouth for The Joker. And that movie fucking sucked. It was bad terrible but what about the snyder cut and then i saw the snyder cut and it still sucked i didn't see it i don't i don't even bother with a, a three-hour comic but i'm good i think it was four <sighs> was it really the snyder cut was yeah and at the end of that movie by the way what happens is is that superman shows up and the whole thing is moot because yeah. he just fucking murders the shit out of that guy like he can't do anything to him yeah uh, Love Me Tender, Heartbreak Hotel. Oh, there's a million Elvis songs. It, it, this is going to be one of those you pop into and you know every fucking song in there and you're like, ah, oh, shit, fucking Elvis, man. And it depends on how good this kid actually is in it. If he is, it'll be a game changer. The Hanks thing, though, could really fuck him. That was the one thing I did agree about in that article where it's just like, if you don't like one of your leads in the movie, it really fucking ruins it for you. So we'll see, Tom Hanks, lady killer accent. No need, no need. I think there's something with older actors when they get older, they feel the need to overdo everything. Like Meryl Streep is like that now. It's a lot of fucking teeth and dentures and all that other shit. Gillian Anderson, um, who was in uh, The Queen, she was Margaret Thatcher, and she had this, oh, oh. Well, they both played Margaret Thatcher. Right. Yeah. And, and so, but now she's in this, this uh, uh, miniseries called The First Ladies, about the first uh, ladies of the United States, uh, White House Wives. I thought it would have been a better title, whatever. Um, she's playing Eleanor Roosevelt in that. It looks like she's using the same fake teeth that she used in The Queen for this character and was like, oh, I'll do it. Can I wear my teeth? Yeah, but I mean, you've got to prosthetic up basically any... They won't employ someone to be an actress if they actually look like Eleanor Roosevelt. So, like, they've they, you got some prosthetics are needed for that. Find a fucking older actress who could do that type of shit though. Like there's plenty of them out there. Jillian Anderson is hot. You know her. She's the redhead from the X-Files. So you don't even have to look her up. You know exactly what I'm talking about. She's hot, still attractive. Like to cast her as a fucking old ass Eleanor Roosevelt. 
I haven't seen the thing. I know she had lesbian ten- tendencies in real life. She was either dating this girl or living she with was this woman. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they brought that up in the in the series. I haven't watched it, nor do I plan to. The other one that was weird was uh, Michelle Obama on that one. Um, it was uh, Viola Davis played her. And I was like, why? That's and a weird I, one. It, yeah, so I, I found out the reason. Michelle Obama actually picked her to play the role. So I think you want... Honestly, like I would want more of like a Kerry Washington. Yeah, hundred percent. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, Kerry Washington. Get somebody hot, kind of younger. You know, make yourself better than who you are in real life. That's what movies are. God damn it, make somebody hotter and better, dude. Shit. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm stoked about this, and uh, and we'll see what happens with it. Uh, Top Gun. I'll give you that verdict tomorrow. Um, I might. I think I might pop in. We have what APP tomorrow. American Party? That's recording right now. I mean, yeah, it'll be out tomorrow. Okay. I might pop in tomorrow and do an uncert uh, in the morning because I got to be down here for a fucking meeting. So uh, just leave that Zoom out and I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll have some drinks and do it before I go raging for the weekend. Uh, it's Memorial Day weekend out there. A lot of people are going out uh, on, on boats, going hiking, doing all the things. want to give you a heads up here with this last story today. Uh, There is a horrific rattlesnake outbreak in California. (sighs) As if that state's not going through enough bullshit. Now the rattlesnakes are are reproducing at a a crazy alarming rate in California. God damn it, man. Got to solve the homeless problem some way. (sighs) I guess so. I mean, what do we do? And they're talking about like allotting money to go out for, for these rattlesnakes and shit like that. I was like... Hey, dude, there's more problems than rattlesnakes. Maybe start with the homeless and then get to the rattlesnakes. You leave. No, it's like, you know, you leave the two together out and whoever wins, wins. <laughs> you want to see rattlesnakes versus homeless people? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm in. I mean, I think the hobos win easily. They're going to they're gonna take a few tough hits at the beginning. But once they organize, I think the rattlesnakes are done for. Can you die? From a rattlesnake Fuck. bite, still is yeah. that still a thing? If you, if you don't They're poisonous, treat it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know how poisonous. There was a show we were watching. Uh, it might have been Jackass, um, where they let a rattlesnake bite him. But I guess what are you jamming an EpiPen in, in yourself after that? Yeah, there's plenty of antidote, but you okay. have to like get go get it. Oh, you got to go get it. All yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, I don't want to see the homeless people die. Yeah. Currently, it says but- uh, five people a year die of rattlesnake bites yeah so that's not a that's not a crazy amount um you're probably out in the middle of nowhere doing one of those free fucking solo climbs you know on some some shit like that where there's just nobody around for miles and you don't have cell coverage and shit but it's not like it used to be in like the 1800s where you just keeled over and died you're probably fine but yeah if you threw how many so let's say you had one homeless man we'll peg him at 170 okay uh, maybe 58 years old. What would you put in there? Three, three or four rattlesnakes to go against him? Because it can't just be one. Right. One you could probably take care of pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I felt confident if one came in the studio right now, I could kill it. You need a shovel, though. You need some type of uh, blunt object. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and he, he's probably got something. He's probably got something. But if you put three or four in there, now you got a fucking competition because you got you to put your head on a swivel right. and look for the rest of these rattlers. Because you know? if you have to use your bare hands, you're taking collateral damage. Correct. Yeah. I think my, my 
uh, strategy would be to take off my thick hobo overcoat, mm-hmm. uh, toss it on top of the rattlesnakes, and then just start jumping on them. Oof. You know? It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. Because if they don't, they're, they're not going to be able to bite through the coat. No. Yeah. And th- let's face it, homeless people usually wear six or seven coats at, yeah. a, at one time. So yeah, you're, that's a great strategy, actually. Well, where was that uh, jacket that Dan had here the other day from his time in the military? Oh, like, yeah, it's probably yeah, yeah. a veteran. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a thick jacket, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's a thick coat. The snake's not biting through that, but you can just stomp them to fucking death on the other end of it. Yeah. I looked at uh, Nick after that shoot. Was that is that video going to be ready to go for fake news today? Hopefully. I'll ask Joel. Okay. Because uh, if it is... I think Sean was wearing Dan's uh, uh, military jacket in that. Stolen I, Valor. Yeah, exactly. Stolen. Sean, you were in the military, were you? Stolen Valor. Let's hit him up. Uh, Does and, Sean look like he was in the military? It's, it's tough to say. He's the ideal height and shape for like a submariner. He looks like an ROTC guy for sure. For sure. That was just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And then was probably like, oh, I had asthma and I couldn't do it. Like that's, that's probably what Sean was. <laughs> now nick i asked you yesterday i said hey dude um do they give you i didn't think they just gave you the jacket that's a nice thing so, so what is dan complaining about all the time about being in the military they give you a very nice jacket that you leave with oh so they charge you for the jacket <laughs> no i take that back you guys really do get fucked in the military huh they charge you for the jacket it's got your name on it what are they gonna do just tear it off they do tear it off oof yeah wow dude that's fucking insane grab a mic and explain this sitch that's terrible dude what the fuck is wrong with our government so the coat that dan brought in was a field jacket so that's something that has to get returned because if it's anything that touches your skin they say you get to keep so your uniforms like your uniforms you wear every day uh cold weather gear you don't get to keep you have to give it back um, but that's what that is. So if you don't give it back, then that coat was probably like $80. So then the, at the end, when you're getting out of the military at CIF, when you're turning everything in, they'll be like, okay, here's your remaining balance of stuff you didn't have. You can go buy it from other places, surplus Fuck. stores, and take it and turn it in and not be charged, or you can just pay them. How much is that jacket? People are saying it's about $63. Is that true? Yeah, roughly around there. The cold weather gear Oof. is like, that's like the first layer. So that's cheaper brutal brutal dude uh one story just popped up at the end here I, I know i said that was last i don't give a shit it's, it's thursday we're partying dude we're getting wet we're all by the way we're off on memorial day as always dude we're not gonna exploit our dead friends for fucking money so uh that tradition lives on we're, we won't have shows on monday just to give you a heads up hopefully uh you're with your family and loved ones and and you're not near a podcast you don't really need it um hopefully you're doing fucking rippers for ray dude rippers for ray uh twitter um and ended up getting popped and uh oh shit above this breaking news story bob you fucking dick ray liotta hollywood mourns ray liotta goodfellas and field of dreams actor so they always go with two right they always go with two movies field of dreams is in there bob so you can go and fuck yourself over that dude uh this last story though was uh twitter got caught they got popped um, for uh, selling people's um, phone numbers, emails, and, and all their data, and they have to pay uh, $150 million uh, to the DOJ and all those guys for doing it. 
Um, now, what they're describing it as Twitter is it's a privacy incident. We didn't know it must have. We must have gotten hacked or it was a privacy incident. You got it. You got you understand. It's just a little privacy incident. No, it's not. Um, a couple years ago, they changed the, uh, the login info for Twitter where you, it was mandatory to give them your phone number. Uh, and then they ask probably every 10 seconds now, is this your email still? Are you sure you don't want to update that? Huh? Cause we're right behind you. We're living inside your house. We've already fucked your wife and fed your children. I know they've been selling data the whole fucking time and all this other shit. I've tried to avoid entering my phone number and nine different passwords and 50 different verifications and all that shit. Jesse is right. At a certain point, I just gave up because it was just too goddamn time consuming. But now thinking back to when I gave them my number, I got like 80 fucking phone calls about bullshit, like car warranties, uh, hotels, a lot of fucking hotels and travel and shit. Uh, so to Twitter, fuck you. I know you don't really give a shit about $150 million, but at least I have peace of mind that I know you were literally stealing my fucking data from me, dude. Shit. I'm not paranoid. You're not paranoid at home. God damn it. You're just stealing shit from us. And if I have to enter in my fucking phone number for one more goddamn thing, I bought a fish. True story. I bought a fish for my, my child. Uh, he wanted pets and he was like, can we get a dog? And I was like, no, dude, we can't get a, a dog. All right. I'm sorry. Got three children now. That's a fourth. I can't take care of the dog. I love you. And I will get you whatever animal you want. And he goes, okay, I want a guinea pig or a hamster. That's a negative hombre. We're not doing any of that species either because they fucking stink. Smells. The whole goddamn house smells. And the last thing I want is those fucking bright yellow tubes going through every room in my house and then finding six to eight dead hamsters when I wake up in the morning that are stuck in a tube. So that's off the table. And he looks around the store and uh, he looks and there was a lizard in there. And he goes, uh, you want a lizard? And, and he goes, what, what, what can I do with it? Can I walk it? Nope. Can't put a leash on that, bud. Can't put a, a leash on the lizard and walk it around the neighborhood. So that's out as well. Okay. And he goes, well, can I play with it? Like sleep with it? Like snuggle with it? Whatever. I go, no. It's just a weird, dry, spiky animal that will just fuck up your shit. I didn't say fuck, obviously, because I'm a good father, but it'll just fuck up your shit. There's nothing you can really do with a lizard in this life other than become a lizard person later in life. Chances are you'll be single forever, living in a fucking one bedroom or a studio apartment. And every, every girl you date, the rest of your life is going to come over and be like, holy shit, I'm going to get murdered if I stay here because this guy has a fucking lizard inside of his house. So that was off the table. Now, the only thing that was left was cats. You know my fucking feeling on cats. My God, man, he'll be sucking his own dick by the time he's fucking 12. I got him a cat. There's no cats in the house. There's nothing redeemable about a cat. Nothing. They suck the air out of, of babies' mouths and shit when they're sleeping. It's not true, but I want to believe it is. Uh, so cats are way, way off the fucking table. Any grown man with a cat, I'm super suspicious of. Usually they end up like rich and eccentric, like Howard Stern or Ricky Gervais. You should watch that new Ricky Gervais special. Talked about his goddamn cat for like 15 minutes in that thing. It's like, bro, 
you're rich enough. Just buy some fucking children. Adopt. Adopt the best-looking children from all over the world. You get to pick and choose when you're that rich. Uh, so then it came down to just fish. And fish, I was like, let's go. I'm all in. I'll, I'll get you the fish. So we get the fish at PetSmart. Go in and check out. And I've, I'm holding this goddamn bag in my hand of the fish in the water. Because they still do the. It's still old school from when we were kids where they, they you know, you watch the guy kind of chase the fish throughout the tank for about 20, 30 minutes because uh, they're super quick. And by the time they get them, then they got to put them in that bag full of water and they got to twist it around. You know, you got to get the air and then you got to twist it around, make sure there's enough air in there. I'm not really sure what the fucking air does. I'm not a scientist, definitely not a biologist. Can't answer that question for you. And then they put a rubber band around it about 80 times at the end and then you walk out with it. Uh, now, my son felt nervous holding the fish because he was worried that he might drop the bag and then the fish bag would break and they would die on the floor in front of him. I understand that, okay? So I took the bag up to the counter. I said, hey, I got these two fish. Just need to check out, get the fuck out of here. And they were like, great. I go, how much are the fish, by the way? They were 10 bucks. I was like, all right, cool. There's two fish, 20 bucks. I'm going to give you $20 in cash. Sir, can I have your phone number first? Because I need to put this in the system. What the fuck do you need my phone number for, for two live fish that are probably going to die within 48 hours? What do you need my phone number for? Well, sir, if, if uh, you know, we have to get a hold of you or one of the fish dies, uh, we request that you bring the body back. And they said body. And I was like, it's a, God, it's a fucking goldfish. And then we're going to look up your phone number through the system to determine whether or not you can get that $10 back, depending upon when the fish has died and when you brought the body back. And it's all, it's all through your phone number. You get it. So we're going to need your phone number and your home address. Uh, and it was at that point where I said, no thanks, chief. I'm just going to lay this fucking 20 down in front of you, put a nice arm around my son, hop on out of here. You can take my phone number, stuff it up your ass. Now that, kids, is the end of Ross Patterson Revolution. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, go to Spotify and leave a review. All you have to do is just click a five-star there, and you're good to go. We got fake news coming up here in, what, 45-ish? An hour-ish, somewhere in there. So uh, stay tuned, kids. We appreciate you being here. Uh, Jesse's not here, but I'll, I'll, I'll say your name in spirit. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the Revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone. Buenos tardes, everyone.